Hey, I'm Tim. And I'm Drew. And this is the Hearts and Hands Podcast. In episode 41, we talked to Ben Bloomer about communicating your church identity through branding. Welcome to another episode of the Hearts and Hands podcast. I'm your host, Tim Babbler, joined as always by my co-host, Drew Sonnenberg. Drew, how are things going for you? Going pretty well. Uh, looking forward to installing a new pastor in just a few weeks here and kind of gearing everything up towards that. How about you, Tim? Yeah, I'm also doing well. Uh, it's definitely exciting for you. It's an exciting time of the year for a lot of people. We had a great conversation this week with Ben Bloomer about how you can use branding to communicate a lot of things about your church. And one of the things I was wondering, Drew, with a unique church name like Illumin, how does your branding come into play when you are communicating who you are? Sure. I think with us being a fairly young church, we're about six years old now, and in the middle of the Bible Belt, we're just kind of surrounded by churches. I, I once did a Google search just in Rock Hill on Google Maps for Baptist Church, and I think it was something like 250 uh, entries came up and you know it's it's just hard if if your name is just like first second baptist church which is an, a real name of a church here <laughs> like that communicates something but it mostly communicates that like divisions and that you're wanting to not be with the the first first baptist church or whatever so we wanted to and I'm speaking using the term we, even though I wasn't here when we picked the name, but the people here wanted to to communicate something very distinct and very clear and also have a name that was easy to, to talk about and about why we called it that. So we called our church Illumin because we want Christ's light or Christ's love to shine in us on us and through us. And that's a very easy picture or easy metaphor for people to kind of latch on to. But then, you know, as you're saying those three things, it, it very naturally leads to the next step of the conversation. Well, what do you mean in you, on you, and through you? And that can lead to us talking about our discipleship cycle, about how we have Christ's light shining on us in worship when we get to rest in the promises of God and then in us as we go through education and learning more about him and 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 building and growing that faith and then through us as we do our our service as we reach out to our community and help and and Christ's light is shining through us to our community and it just is a very easy kind of elevator pitch to do just by asking why did you call your church illumin that it can just very naturally lead to that first conversation which i thought our people did a very good job of of picking a name yeah and that's one thing you mentioned being you know in the heart of the bible belt and obviously there's the preeminence of the the southern baptist churches there i where i am in you know the heart of the midwest it's a lot different we have a lot of uh, lutheran churches a lot of catholic churches and when our church was named, it was, you know, a long time ago when most of the Lutheran churches at that time were named St. Something. There's all the St. John's and the St. Luke's and the St. Matthew's and we're St. Mark. And uh, for us to be, you know, St. Mark 50 years ago, everyone's like, oh, they're St. Mark Lutheran Church, right? And we have that on our sign. But even with that being on our sign, people still mistake us for being a Catholic church now because of the fact that in the in the recent past, probably the last 10 to 15 years, any new mission plant 
uh, in the Lutheran church is rarely goes by the name of Saint something now because people don't want to have that misinterpretation of that we pray to the saints or anything like that. They want people to to know, no, we are a distinctly Lutheran church. So that's one thing when we're sharing about who we are. I can't just say I'm at St. Mark Church. I have to say I'm I'm at St. Mark Lutheran Church. And that's one thing to definitely, I say Lutheran, not because I want to exclude anyone who's not Lutheran, but because I want people to understand you're welcome here. And I want you to, to check out our service for the first time. And you'll be surprised at what you see, you know, when, when God's word is communicated. And we always talk about that with our mission statement and our pillars as well, the same way you talked about that. Our name doesn't necessarily lend itself in the same way yours does, but being historically Lutheran is definitely a good thing as well. Sure. And I think that in our conversation with, with Ben, he had a lot of good thoughts about how he can use that name to communicate certain things about his church. So let's get to that conversation now. Today, we're excited to welcome Ben Bloomer to the podcast. Welcome, Ben. Thank you. Ben, for our listeners who may be less familiar with you, could you briefly uh, introduce who you are and what you do? Sure thing. Yeah, so I am the lead pastor at a church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Um, Lakeville is a southern suburb of uh, Minneapolis. And basically, as a lead pastor, my primary role is to make sure that all of the the ministry and staff at North Cross are on mission and vision. And the way we articulate that is that our, our vision is to share timeless truth in a timely way as we lead people to Jesus. That's my role, making sure everyone's moving in the same direction. Sure. And now, Ben, your church recently went through a rebranding. Could you give us a little bit of a history as to the necessity behind that? Yeah, absolutely. So our church had been named Bethlehem and uh, had a proud history of about 40 years or so. So you can imagine that, uh, you know, bringing up the topic of a rename or a rebrand was one that we went into with some caution and uh, just making sure that we were clearly communicating, you know, all the reasons why. The the primary reason was that there was another church in our Lakeville community named Bethlehem. It was a recent church plant of uh, a larger central hub of a church called Bethlehem Baptist in downtown Minneapolis, and they planted a site in Lakeville. And ironically. They were worshiping at Lakeville South High School, and we, Bethlehem Lutheran, were worshiping at Lakeville North High School. (laughs) And uh, we also both were in the midst of a building program. And so the confusion that there was in the community and even amongst city officials as we went through uh, plans for churches, for building and things, uh, was quite obvious. And the need to at least discuss this as an issue on a congregational level became very apparent. Yeah. Sure. So I think when when most people think of a rebrand, they they think primarily of the logo, because that's the most uh, forward-facing part of it and everything. And certainly that's a part of it, but that's just one of the many ways that you are able to communicate your church's identity. So as you were going through this rebrand, what about your church were you trying to communicate and how did you use things like the logo and other other parts of your branding to communicate that? Sure. So we did 
have the advantage of a blank slate. I think a lot of churches that are needing to rebrand may not need to or may not want to go to the extent of changing the name of the church. But for us, uh, because of the circumstances I described, we ultimately did have that blank slate. And a couple of the criteria that we had for the name, which everything started with that, the the look of the logo, the look of other materials, all of that definitely needed to come after we established a name in our mind and in our process. And number one criteria was uniqueness as, uh, you know, pretty self-explanatory when it comes to the reason why we were doing this. So a unique name. Another one was that it would be something that both the churched and the unchurched uh, would be able to understand. So there are definitely some church names that are fine church names like a, a Saloa uh, or you know, even a Bethlehem that maybe doesn't resonate with the entire audience of our culture because they are more religious or, or, or churchy names. And we wanted to find a name that was able to span sort of that difference. And then also one that uh, could be used in multiple locations. So for instance, we wanted to stay away from Lakeville Lutheran Church. Uh, and the reason being is we just wanted to keep our future open for an opportunity to to be able to multi-site. And if we use something that was too geographic specific, uh, that would be difficult. So we looked at two different buckets for a name. We talked about how Potentially, we could find one in the church or religious symbol bucket, things like a cross or amazing grace and things like that that are maybe more well-known words. And then the other one was geography. And there are geographical names out there that maybe are named after an area that you live or a street that the the church is on and things like that. And uh, the name we ultimately settled on was, through a long process, was very much a combination of, of both of those things. North, which is obviously where we live here in Minnesota, is uh, the North Country and something that those who live here, we embrace it. We love it. We may not love everything about the North, especially in January and February, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, we do love where we live and, and we are so blessed to have been planted here by God. We embrace it. And then the other aspect, the the cross, of course, is the preeminent symbol of Jesus Christ in uh, 2019 and, and probably for a much, much longer than that even. And so those two words, the the area that we live and have embraced, the, the north, the north country, uh, along with the reason why we're here. And the reason why we have a ministry being Jesus and symbolized by the cross, those two things came together to form a a somewhat unique name. Were there any other considerations you made as you were coming up, both with the name and as you 
designed the logo and things like that about what you were trying to communicate beyond just the location and the central reason why you're there? Was there anything more unique or specific about your church that you were trying to communicate? Well, I guess it does connect with our mission, which is really to lead the people to Jesus, uh, lead the people of the North to Jesus. And so in that sense, it was more than just a name. It really encapsulated our mission. There was movement to the name. There was uh, a mission focus to the name. When people get to know North Cross and they hear that story behind it, they'll be able to articulate what we're all about just by knowing the name and not just what we believe, but what we're here to do. And so there was a, a lot of consideration around that, that the name was something that that really meant something. Um, as far as the, the logo goes, I think the same thing is true. I know that back maybe 10, 15 years ago, there seemed to be a, a trend in logo design where you know, you'd take maybe the first letter of the name of your church, put a circle around it, and there you got a logo. And quite frankly, it probably in most cases, those were better than the clip art versions of logos that people were doing uh, back 10, 15, 20 years ago. Um, but we noticed that there tends to be more of a movement now towards simplicity in your logo that also yet tells a story. And we live in a upper middle class suburban area. Uh, we felt like what connected to this area from a looks perspective was something that was simple. Um, we also wanted to make sure that the feeling of the logo matched the feeling that people would have when they came to the building. So the logo designer also had of course, a eye on what does our building look like and just to bring all of those feelings and all of those things together. But even just, you know, when you look at our, our logo, you'll see an upward north facing arrow like you might find in a compass. And then you have a cross in the middle of it, which uh, again, very easily symbolizes North Cross. And that cross has a, a little bit of a forward slant to it, which is very much of an homage to the fact that we've been called to go, that uh, we're on the move as Christians in this community and in the world. Communicating an identity is something that's pretty easy for a church leadership to do because they're the ones who think about it all the time. But it may be more difficult for the congregation to speak clearly and effectively about it. So in what ways have you used this rebrand to actually equip your people, your members, to communicate about their church more clearly and easily? Yeah, I might be repeating myself a little bit, but we were very strategic in hoping to find a name that would clearly identify not just who we are, but why we are here. And so when it comes to preparing people beyond just the story behind the name, I think it's just a constant drip uh, amongst our, our people. We've been in our new building for about two months or so. And not only is it a new building, but that's when we launched the new name also is that first week in the new building. And I would say almost every single week since then, 
when we start worship, before we get into, you know, our first song, I'll welcome people and I will clearly explain in maybe under a minute why we are called North Cross. So I think the equipping happens not by putting some fancy words on the wall or talking about it once a year in a vision sermon. I think the vision happens when leaders and pastors are talking about why we are here uh, on a weekly and sometimes even a, a daily basis. And uh, it's, uh, it's that, as I said before, that slow drip of vision that really helps people catch on to it. We definitely have a church that over time has come to see that while gathering as a church is something that allows us to grow internally and to grow ourselves uh, spiritually, that we also have an amazing opportunity to make an impact. Uh, The campaign that was uh, designed around the, the building of the new building was called just that, the impact campaign. And so the desire and even the willingness, we had a 95% vote of approval to move forward with the name change. While it wasn't easy for a lot of people, they understood the mission reasons behind it, that people were being confused by who we were, and then the opportunities that fit so well with a, a rename at the same time as a new building that ultimately I really believe in talking with the people here and our leaders that it was the, the mission-mindedness, uh, the opportunity for impact that ultimately led to such a high percentage of people uh, being willing to you know, definitely honor the past and acknowledge the the blessings of the first 40 years as Bethlehem, uh, but also to look forward uh, to a future and uh, to an opportunity to have an even even greater impact. And one of the things we talked about is how even a number of people in the Bible, I don't know, you know, you won't call it a rebranding, but a number of people had their names changed as they entered a new season and you know Jesus or in the old testament God himself was the one who changed those names whether you think about uh, Saul uh, to Paul or Simon to Peter or Abram to Abraham all of these name changes these rebrandings coincided with a new season and a new opportunity in those people's lives uh, that God was calling them to and towards. Now, that was a direct calling. I, I wish I had that kind of uh, line, direct line to God because he did not tell us what to change our name to. I won't profess to that at all. Uh, but certainly, you know, God, who is the Lord of the church, certainly had a hand in, in all of this. And uh, as we prayerfully uh, went about the, the steps uh, to the rebrand, you know, we are confident that the Lord guided us to uh, the right outcome. So when you launched as North Cross in the new building, if I'm not mistaken, your first message series was called Building North Cross. Mm-hmm. What did you find as the value of having that as your introductory series in the new space and with the new name? Yeah, great question. 
You know, it really was the opportunity of us as pastors and as leaders to remind everybody that everything we had done up to this point, all the sacrifices that were given um, or made, uh, the offerings that were given um, were amazing. And we were so, as a congregation, grateful for those things. But as the nice as the new building was and the new name, the rebrand was, it's only a tool. It wasn't the finish line. The rebrand by itself is not going to change people's lives, but it's the gospel that's going to change people's lives. And so we use that series for both our regular attenders and the new people that would be sort of checking us out for the first time. Uh, to understand that the North Cross brand is more than just a logo and more than just a built a new building. It, it was about a mission and a vision. And we say it so often uh, that we, we want to lead people to Jesus by sharing timeless truth in a timely way. And so we just really unpacked what was the most important part of our mission and why are we here? And uh, just to kind of set the, the stage for what we hope is a really long time in Lakeville as North Cross. Awesome. Well, we want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. But before we go, uh, we wanted to give you the opportunity, if there's anything you wanted to promote or plug or any events you have coming up to let our listeners know about. Sure. Thank you so much for that opportunity. Our ministry website is Northcross. MN, like uh, the Minnesota abbreviation, but uh, northcrossmn.org. And I would say as far as uh, opportunities uh, for people to connect uh, with us, even across the country, our YouTube channel, which is linked on the messages tab of our website, would be a great place to go uh, to get to know more about us. Uh, God willing to be blessed by the uh, ministry that we do here. And uh, otherwise, you can just go to YouTube and write in the keywords North Cross Lakeville, and you'll find it. Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on. We definitely appreciated your insights. Thank you for having me, and uh, blessings on your, your podcast ministry. Well, that just about wraps it up for another episode of the podcast. As always, if you have questions for us or comments about this episode, or you'd like to know more information, please reach out to us at heartsandhandspodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on social media at Wells Creatives. And we thank you for those who have supported us through our Patreon at patreon.com slash hearts and hands podcast. If you're interested in keeping this podcast going and supporting us, please feel free to check that out. And you'll also be able to gain access to bonus content like uncut episodes. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>